0: Welcome to On Air with Amber Wynn, where nonprofit leaders learn to fuse passion and commitment with proven business strategies to create long-term funding, impact, and sustainability. And now, here's your host and resident entrepreneur, Amber Wynn.
1: Hey fam, it's your girl, Amber Wynn, and we're back. And we're doing the grant series where we talk about all things grants, because when you hear nonprofit, you think grants. And sometimes when you hear nonprofit, you think um, that's the only way that you're supposed to fund your organization. And that's not the case. So through this grant series, we're going to talk about what it takes to win a grant, how to write a grant. Um, how to hire a grant writer, all things grants. And in this episode in particular, we're talking about what you need to know before you hire a grant writer. So a large portion of my nonprofit experience has been as a grant writer. I graduated um, an English major from Loyola Marymount University, and I thought that I was gonna work in a high rise over there in Century City, and it just didn't work out. What ended up happening is a homegirl sister ran a, a nonprofit called um, Community Construction Training Center, and I needed a job. I had, I had um, bills to pay, and so I became a program, a project coordinator, a project coordinator. I knew nothing about nonprofits except that, you know, being from Watts, we had a lot of organizations that came into my community they came, they went, they came, they went, and that was really the sum total that I knew about nonprofits. They did give me exposure to a lot of things I would have otherwise not been exposed to, so I had a very positive experience, but I didn't know much about it and in that role um my my executive director, Mary Scott, at the time, was like, "Oh, you're an English major. We're going to have you write grants i didn't I didn't know." Um, I was a story writer, so I ended up being a very good grant writer. Um, And I've been pretty successful because I've been tutored by some really amazing grant writers. The largest grant that I've secured has been for $3.2 million. The most recent grant was for $3 million. So I know a thing or two about writing grants, and I just want to share with my audience Those things you need to do before you hire a grant writer because nine times out of ten, by the time they get to me, someone has said, oh, I got scammed. Oh, they took my money. Oh, they didn't do anything. So in this episode, we're going to talk about what you need to know before you hire a grant writer. But before we jump into that, let's hear from one of our sponsors.
0: Starting a new career in a new sector with unfamiliar job titles, And new jargon can lead to frustration and burnout what if you had an easy way to get up to speed to learn the key elements of successful nonprofits and the critical steps we should all take to maximize our impact introducing the nonprofit essentials certificate three short interactive courses that cover three critical areas what makes a nonprofit a nonprofit how nonprofits raise money and skills needed to build a thriving career in the nonprofit sector. Interactive exercises and actionable advice from nonprofit experts help bring clarity to key concepts and the end of the course exam tests your knowledge so you can earn a certificate and badge and then quickly put your new knowledge into practice. The best part? The Nonprofit Essential Certificate is 100% free. Thousands of learners have already earned their certificate making this our most popular set of courses in Nonprofit Ready. Register at nonprofitready.org and get ready to accelerate your impact
1: and your career. Welcome back. And if you're just now joining us, we are um, covering all things grants in the grant series. And in this episode in particular, we're talking about what you need before you hire a grant writer. And let me rephrase that what you need to know, right? A lot of times, um, I have people come to me and say, you know, Oh, I hired this grant writer, I paid them x amount of dollars, and they didn't do anything for me, or I didn't get a grant or whatever. And I'll ask them a couple of questions and I'll know exactly if that grant writer was above board or if they just got scammed. What are the things that you need to know before you hire a grant writer? First of all, you need to know that everybody out there um, posing as a grant writer, they're not, right? There's are scammers out there. Where there is opportunity, um, there are opportunists. And so the best thing you can do is to prepare yourself so that you have some red flags on whether or not the person that you're thinking about hiring um, could be potentially scamming you. It's best to, to try and get referrals for grant writers, because if a person's been scammed before, then they're going to say, oh, well, you know, this person was a scammer. If the person that they've been um, having success with with a grant writer, you know, it's good. Um, but sometimes I know people will get these emails saying, Hey, you know, we can write your grants for you. We can, did you do your research? Did you go online and put that individual or that company's name in Google, everything you can find out on Google now to see if there's been any complaints made against them with the better business Bureau. Because usually if someone gets scammed, the first thing they gonna want to do is, is put it on Yelp, put it on Google. So don't just take a company's word for it because they'll tell you. Oh yeah, I've raised over ten million dollars and da 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 da. And you get excited because you're like, oh my gosh, that's what I need. I need grants. You do, but you also need not to get scammed because your little um money that you have is hard earned. Trust me, I know. So the first thing you want to do is make sure that you research this person who says that they are a grant writer. And people are like, oh, well, ask for references. I'm just going to tell you, don't ask for references. Is someone going to give you a a person's name and number and they're not going to give them a good review? As a business person, why would I do that? No, no. You need to do your own research to make sure that they don't come up on the internet. They don't come up dinged in some organization. First things first. Secondly, ask for a referral. But then third, you need to know what type of information a grant writer should ask you for. And I'm gonna say should, because uh, you know, different people take different approaches, but here's the thing. There are usually five or six basic common ant- questions that a funder's gonna ask you for. They're always going to ask you um, your agent, your your organization history. So if your grant writer isn't asking you these questions, this should be a red flag. I've had people say to me, I mean, most of the time when they've gotten scammed, um, I said, so did your grant writer ask you for an annual budget? Because that's the first question I ask a person for. Well, let me see your annual budget. Oh, well, I don't really have one. Well, how did the grant writer write your grant? Well, they didn't ask me for one. They said that they'll just, you know, they'll take care of it. Red flag. A bona fide grant writer needs to know how much it costs to run your organization so that they can do your program budget. How much does it cost to run this thing? Because if they are doing the research, they need to find grants that will fund the program. For example, if you say it takes fifty thousand dollars to write this grant, I mean to run this program, then they should be looking for grants for fifty thousand dollars, unless they're going to piecemeal it together—five thousand here, ten thousand there. And let me tell you, as a grant writer, I ain't trying to do that much work. I'm going to try and fund this with one. Grant um, opportunity, so if they're not asking you for your annual budget, red flag, second thing, if they're not asking you for the descriptions of your program, that is a red flag, and I asked these questions. I said, so let me see um, what your measurable goals and objectives. Well, you know, blah 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 blah, did your grant writer ask you for that? No, they said that they would write that. Your grant writer cannot determine your goals and objectives for your organization. That's like having the postman come to your house and determine how much money you're gonna spend on groceries. Like that's not their business. Their goal, their purpose, their responsibility as a grant writer is to take what you do and make it real sexy so a funder wants to fund you, but they don't get to change the content or who you are. Now, I will say, As a grant writer, in my sexy making, I will say there's a better way of saying it, but I don't change who you are because you have to deliver this when the money comes in. So if your grant writer doesn't ask you for your organization history, if they don't ask you for your program description, your geographical information, your demographical information, meaning who's your target audience? Um, what What is their socioeconomic status? If they're not asking you for this foundational information, that is a red flag. If Because what happens is, um, they have boilerplates, right? It's like what they typically write for everybody. So you're paying them. They're going to show you, Hey, here's what I've written. If you don't know that it's a boilerplate, and you don't want boilerplates, you don't want to have the same thing written that they're writing for 15 other nonprofits, because then it's not going to be, it's not going to be unique. It's not going to be innovative. So What will happen is they'll say, okay, for $500, I'll write you, you know, three proposals. Well, they're saying that to 10 other people, and that's how they're getting their money. And basically what they're doing is they're just inserting your names on all of these proposals, and they're sending them out, and you don't get funded. Because they can't guarantee that you'll get funded, you paid $500 so that they can then, you know, make their money. But not necessarily so that you can get a grant, if that makes any sense. So I want you to understand the type of scams that are out there. These people are hustling. They know that you don't have a lot of money. $500 is reasonable, but they're collecting $500 from 15 different organizations so that they can pay their mortgage. How much should you pay for a grant writer? Now, that's like saying, how much should you pay for an accountant? It really depends on the level of skills and certifications and things of that nature. For myself, I don't write grants anymore, but it takes a lot of time and people would really gawk at my prices, but I had a really great track record and I customized all of my, my grants to the to the organization. So for me, for a foundation grant, I would start at 2,500. Is that expensive? It is, but you're also paying for my expertise and you're paying for the type of work that I put into it, right? Can you get someone for $500 to to write a grant? You can't, but you're paying for it. You know what I mean? So um, I just want you to go in knowing that you have a responsibility to do research, to understand whether or not um, this person is qualified. And so there's certain things you just need to do before you hire a grant writer. Okay. So if you're just now joining us, we are talking about what you need to know before you hire a grant writer. Um, and really what it comes down to is you doing the research and you not trusting a person just because they said that they're a grant writer. Okay. We're going to pause for a minute for, um, another sponsor commercial, but when we come back, um, When we come back, we're gonna have a question from our audience, Ask Amber, and then we'll continue on with all things grants.
2: Do you have a tool that organizes your company's paperwork and takes care of all your record keeping? Does your current record-keeping system send you 90-day alerts to remind you that your key documents are about to expire and need to be renewed? Can you find contracts and procurement opportunities in seconds from any of the 50 United States so you can grow your business? Is your business organized so that you can tell which key documents are needed to efficiently run the business? How about woman-owned, small business, or disadvantaged business enterprise certifications? You have a checklist of all the key documents you need to become certified? Does your current system allow you to conduct market research from multiple sources and provide you industry and market data in seconds? Well, Small Biz Pro does all of that and more. Small Biz Pro is the number one business management, compliance, procurement, assistance and market research assistance tool on the market today. Download the app now and you will be amazed. It's like having three additional employees working for you, but you don't have to pay them. What are you waiting for?
1: Welcome back to On Air with Amber and we are we are in the middle of the Grant series and this episode is talking about what you need before you hire a grant writer. Um, having spent 25 of my 30 years writing grants, I will say that having a grant writer is a benefit if you have the right grant writer, right? Um, And so today we're just talking about what you need to know um, before hiring a grant writer. Right now we're going to pause because as my listeners, I want to hear what it is that you're concerned about. So right now you get to ask Amber. Caller.
0: Good morning, Mrs.
1: Wynne. We are a full-service volunteer-based organization. We don't have paid staff, which also includes a grant writer. As the executive director, I'm looking into taking some grant writing classes, and I was wondering, do you have any recommendations that you can provide me? Thank you for your time. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, so I'm gonna backtrack just a little bit before I directly answer your question. Um, Most startup nonprofits really don't have funds for a grant writer, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with taking grant writing courses. Um, I actually have taught, I've talked at um, Cal State Dominguez Hills, they have a grant writing program. As a matter of fact, I would recommend for any founder, any executive director, that you take some grant writing courses. Why? Because you need to know what it takes to write a grant in order to understand what an effective proposal looks like. People, as I mentioned earlier, will hire a grant writer and have absolutely no idea what it takes to write a successful grant. But if you take a grant writing course, then you'll know. I'm also going to say that I don't recommend that you really start off writing grants. Because what happens is once you start you get stuck in writing grants. As a founder, it's probably what you have to do because you don't have the funds. So, but I don't want you to get stuck into that because this is how as executive directors, you get stuck in the weeds. So you start off with writing grants and you start off with doing social media and you start off with doing accounting. And now you are doing all of these programs that should be done by other individuals. As an executive director, you should be overseeing all of these things. And I know what you're going to say. Well, if we don't have the money and it has to be done, how else am I going to get you know money into the door? It's not by doing it. It's by setting up your nonprofit the way that the IRS has rolled out. It's by understanding that as the executive director, your role is to oversee and your board of directors role is to fundraise. So if you're going to do anything, Start off powerfully by um, building up a dynamic board, a powerful board, a board of seasoned individuals who understand that, that their role is to fundraise. So they're going to help bring money into your organization and then they can hire a grant writer and then they can hire a staff. That is their responsibility. But realistically, I understand that that's not the case. I just want you to shift your mindset to understand that You should not be doing everything. You should be creating opportunities to bring in money so that you can hire people to do things, so that you can have the capacity to grow your organization. But to answer your question, um, one of my sponsors, um, Nonprofit Ready, they offer free courses. I'm always going to um, encourage you to save your budget. So go on nonprofit ready. They they offer courses. LinkedIn offers grant writing courses. If you live near a university, they have extended ed courses. Like where I taught, you can get certifications. Now they even have um, degrees. You can get degrees in nonprofit management. They didn't have that when I was coming up. You could like specialize in or minor in, but you can actually get degrees. I I taught at Antioch University, and they have a nonprofit management degree that you can apply for. So I I would encourage you to look for the free resources online, and you can take them at your leisure. Um, and then if you're serious about going into the grant writing world, which I don't recommend if you're going to be the executive director, you can you can get certified in that. So. That's my answer for that. And now we're going to move to the part of the show that I love the most, which is the nonprofit spotlight. And this nonprofit is amazing. It's called Global Kindness. Um, Global Kindness anonymously and respectfully supports over 2000 families in need with financial assistance for basic necessities, such as clothing, food, rent, bills, bills tuition or just helping to improve their lives by giving like toys and things like that. I'm gonna let the the founder tell you a little bit more about the organization. So let's check out Global Kindness. My name is Nuriel Cohen.
0: I'm one of the owners of Global Kindness. Global Kindness started approximately seven years ago, and we are feeding families, give them clothing, we have approximately 1,800 people that we're taking care of on a daily basis. The larger picture is to bring peace into the world. When people work with each other, really going out of their ways to help each other. Come here, take a look, see what they're doing, get involved, give in any way you can. You can drop off groceries,
1: you can help out in any way that you can. Everybody sees all this goodness going around, everybody will do more good. You may not be able to change everything and everyone, but every little bit that you do to help another person makes the world a better place. Global kindness. Global kindness. Global kindness. Global kindness.
2: Global kindness.
1: Global kindness. Global
2: Global kindness.
1: Global kindness. just like the name global kindness I think the world could do with a lot of kindness right now right um so yeah they're doing amazing work in the community if you'd like to support global kindness's mission visit myglobalkindness.org or you can call them at 310-286-0800 thank you guys for all the work that you're doing in the community and Yeah. Keep up the great work. So now it's time for our mindset minute. That's where I pause to share, you know, just my perspective on some of the things that um, I know as a funder, as a grant writer, as um, an executive director, however many positions I've had in the nonprofit sector, because sometimes you come into the space. And you think it's supposed to be a certain way or you think things are supposed to go and you end up really deflated and frustrated because it's not. And that's not any different um, when we talk about hiring a grant writer. So for this mindset minute, I want to talk about having a strategic approach to hiring a grant writer. Now, typically, as I stated millions of times, people will start their 501c3 tax exempt um, organization and say, I need a grant writer. The strategic approach that I want you to consider is this. Um, Make sure that you are grant ready. You need to have all of the things in place before you hire a grant writer, right? We talked about that last episode. Um, And then once you have those things in place, I want you to be knowledgeable about what it takes to write a grant. So take one course so that you understand what a proposal is made of because 99.9% of the time they're all going to ask for the same types of things but you need to know what that is because as we said at the top of the episode if a grant writer isn't asking you for your annual budget if they're not asking you for your measurable goals and objectives that's a red flag. So I want you to be knowledgeable of what it is you should be giving your grant writer, so strategically, I want you to make sure that nine times out of ten, you're hiring a quality person, right? And then secondly, um, you know, know that you are going to pay this grant writer. How much should you be paying? Realistically, you should be paying between two thousand thirty-five hundred. If you're paying um, a grant writer $500, if you're paying a grant writer $500, let it be then it's because this person just finished their certificate in grant writing and they want to spread their wings and get some experience. That's fine. Someone has to start somewhere. They're not going to charge you full price because they haven't really, you know, gotten a lot of experience under their belt. That is the time that you should spend $500 for a grant writer. Other than that, you should be paying market price. So strategically, if you don't have the money to pay $2,000, $2,500, $3,500, then you need to save, stack your chips so that you can afford a quality grant writer. This is the strategy that I want you to employ. Don't come out the door saying I need a grant writer and then trying to hire somebody. And then you end up getting, you know, scammed, (coughs) excuse me. So, um, but that's it. Like come out knowing that you're not going to just start getting all of this grant money that you're not really qualified to start writing the grants because the proposals, they are, um, I won't say sneaky. I'm not going to go that far. But there's a specific language that funders use. And if you don't understand it, then you won't get funded because there is a specific language that they use. That's what you're paying for when you hire a grant writer. They understand what, when they're asking about you know, demographics and a sustainability plan. They know what those answers are. That's what you're paying for, that knowledge and that expertise. And it's going to increase your chances of getting funded. So you do want to hire a a grant writer, but you want to hire them. You want to respect the fact that they have knowledge and skills that you don't have. So you plan for it. You fundraise and you pay for that grant writer. But you also want to strategically know that this is not your only source for revenue. Uh, A grant writer, grants are only a portion of your strategic funding plan. I know it's a lot, but I want to... I want to set you up powerfully for success. And in this Mindset Minute, that success is coming up with a strategy for a fund development plan and how grants fit into that strategy. It's not the whole strategy. It's a part of your fund development strategy. All right, so that's all we have for this week's episode. I'd like to thank you for joining me you know you can be anywhere but you're here with me and I appreciate you and as we sign off as I sign off like we me myself and I hey people as I sign off I want to encourage you to really just think about all that you're doing you're doing a lot of work it's amazing and um I'm here for you I got you and we're going to we're going to work it out together right so Stay with me because I got you and I'm going to roll with you. And in the meantime, I want you to do for yourself, which is give, 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 um, love, love, love yourself like you do your community. All right. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode,
0: subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Head over to www.amberwind.net slash podcast for the links and resources mentioned in today's podcast. See you next time.